connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Oh, no, some scary clown squirted water all over my comics. Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, boy. Thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh, no. There's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her? I can't save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a hold slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, no. She's falling. Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy. Now I can buy my son the card games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants. That's correct, ma'am. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics knocks it out of the park. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tell them the real nerd sent you! For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. Hi, this is Jonathan Tiersten from The Perfect House and Sleepaway Camp, and you are listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic Con 2017. Log on to denvercomiccon.com to purchase your tickets today. This week, they announced that there is Stars of Gotham going to be there. Commissioner Gordon and some other guy. In real life? Yes. The commission will be there in real life. He don't, he don't fuck around. What is Brad doing? I don't know. Oh. Oh. He's just like, it's distraction time. Yeah, it's from Henry. Oh, okay. No, oh, is there? Oh. So you got to help me figure it out. Okay. I think we should just read the Google translation of the voicemail, because those are always in No, it didn't leave one. I know what you're oh, talking man. about now. It sounds like cool. Brie, but he didn't say Brie. Oh. We will find out. We will. Anyways, every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie, and we podcast our experience to the world. This week, we saw A Tale as Old as Time, Beauty and the, the Beast. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Did everybody see it? Brad, did, were you able to go see it? I did. Cool. Nice. So last night I went and I played a bunch of video games at this place called Hyperspace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like 12 bucks and they have a bunch of video games there. And uh, if you go there and you look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're like, who had the most enemies defeated? That'd be me. 
I'm number one. <laughs> and then if you go to the Simpsons machine, you're like, hey, who's number one up there? That would be me as well. If you go to the Super Mario Brothers machine, who's number one up there? Uh, that would be me. Wait a minute. What, did you Ninja reset? doesn't rank scores. It does. Did you reset all the scores? Uh, I did. <laughs> no, I mean, like, did you walk up and, like, unplug the machine so that there were no oh, saved no, scores? Oh, no, I went. I got there, like, at 7 o'clock at night, bro. You know how many enemies exactly. I defeated exactly. in Ninja Turtles? 247. My joke is that in order to do that, you had to reset the entire machine. For what? So that that way there were no other people. Yeah, I know. Playing. I got it. Oh, okay. But no, I pushed everybody down. <laughs> <laughs> I pushed them down. Uh, are you sure you haven't beaten it, Brad? Because they asked for your uh, name at the end and your ranking, and I was number one. Poor Joe was number seven. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. Oh. Well, he's winning a fantasy movie league, so I don't, again, I'm glad he's losing losing at something. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Was it his birthday? Uh, no, we just. Like, uh, we took our kids to Jump Street this week, and we, we looked at each other and said, when's the last time me and you just hung out with no kids? Like, we should go play video games. And we decided to go play video games. <laughs> Fuck these kids. We got shit to do. You stuck them in a locker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's actually a pretty cool little place. It's, you know, it's 12 bucks, and all the games are set to free to play. Oh, cool. And it's good for all day, so you can just go there and play video games, yeah. arcade games. Yeah. So it's That's fun. Neat. There's a room they had with people playing Mario Kart. Where is that at? Uh, it's like Colfax and Reed. It's near Casa Bonita, but it's buried in the like warehouses. Yeah, it's like them. a warehouse. Yeah, that was like an in- industrial park. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, we have a guest. Corinne's back. Hey, Corinne. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> she doesn't care. She's busy watching Kansas lose to Michigan State. Are they losing? It's tied. <laughs> oh, okay. so I'm just I'm just predicting a loss. They didn't eat their corn. <laughs> We're not what, from what, what, Iowa. What exactly is a Jayhawk? So it's a combination of a red-tailed hawk. Oh, so it doesn't exist. Got it. Yes, it is a mythical bird. Mm. It's a combination of a red-tailed hawk and a blue jay. Okay. So it has the head of a red-tailed hawk and the body of a blue jay. And when did this mascot come into existence? Well, it was something from the Civil War or like before that with the whole bleeding Kansas. They were called jayhawkers. So it's actually based on people, but then they made a bird based on the name of the group. It's historically relevant. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, and how, how many slavery, people are Ryan. in the uh, wonderful city of Lawrence, Kansas? About 67. <laughs> Thousand. <laughs> okay, take, take, away, oh, take away the college kids. <laughs> no, that probably actually is 67,000 permanently. Wow. I think there's 67,000 people in Green Mountain, so... Great city. Yeah, you showed her, man. (laughs) This tiny little suburb, man. It's so much bigger than this little town in Kansas. Oh, shit. Snap. Zach, you okay today? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm just like, if I talk, Ryan will really, like, he's really in a good mood to make fun of people. No, no, no. He just just crushed Corinne's whole town. She's the guest. What do we do to me? Well, remember last time she was on here, I told her how creepy her actual hometown is of Wichita, where they have, like, kid statues just in the middle of the sidewalk. And it it totally reminded me of Terminator 2 when, like, the bomb goes off. Yeah, I was just going to say. You know? <laughs> never she, seen that actually. You've never seen Terminator Two? Whoa, overrated. Uh, no, I don't know because I've never seen I just wanted, it. I just wanted to piss people Jeez, off. You need to shut up. <laughs> It'll be in 3D later this year. Yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> and it's gonna be awesome sauce. Will it be in 2D? <laughs> it's always in 2D. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it first came out. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like in the theater. Well, me and me oh, and no. Joe, the first game we played was uh, Terminator Two, and it's not as fun. Like, was your there... second gun working? No, yeah. Joe's was like he was on the red one, and it was like all over the screen. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm killing a lot more dudes than you, Joe. 
Did you, how far did you get? The what? How far did you get in it? Oh, we stopped because he it couldn't sucked. shoot anybody. Yeah, yeah. It sucked. Yeah, Fine. yeah. I got to the van chase. Uh, I think I don't know. I've never finished the game, so I, I'm guessing more than halfway through. Yeah, and without like a second person to keep. Oh the, yeah, the T1000 helicopter from touching because if it just touches the van, the level ends. You have to start all the way at oh, the beginning. Shit. <laughs> so yeah, I was like alone with both guns trying to use them, but with that one sight flying over the place, it's just completely. And useless. you know what's fun is you realize when you're playing these games how much they're just designed to take quarters from you. Mm-hmm. When I was playing uh, Turtles, uh, what, oh, actually, I had a question. What is the name of the Rocks dudes? Uh, and, the red one and the yeah, gray one? Me and General Trag is the red one. Okay. And I was just called the gray one, the needle nose. Oh, yeah, because me and Joe were like, who the fuck are these guys? We know them. <laughs> but those guys were, like, super cheap. Yeah. <laughs> they would punch you all the way across the other side of the room. <sighs> then you get to one area where you're on the skateboards where everything blows up and you really can't dodge it. The in skateboards? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Brad, have you actually played Ninja Turtles? <laughs> There's just so many of them. Like in the second, in the the fourth one, are very similar. Hmm. Nice excuse. Our kids were dead by the time I was born. <laughs> yep. So you didn't have a childhood. Did you play the pinball with the space shuttle? No. Oh, it's such great sounds. I play. I played the Elvira one. Of course you did. And, like, it was gross. When I, I touched this side of it, it was, like, all, like, oily and sweaty. I'm like, Bleh. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to play the game. They just wanted to look at Elvira's tits. Yeah, I was like, a bunch of sweaty, lonely and dudes it, have been playing that machine. I mean, it was really fun at the beginning, and then slowly it started, like, getting filled with nerds. Not that it's a bad thing, except it had the Comic-Con funk. Yeah, it'll just get duded up. Yeah, I'm like, I need to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> that's no fun. Time to go get some Wild Wings. This episode of Real Nerds Podcast is brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. What? Yep. I've been hoarding all this money, guys. Oh. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm holding this up because I keep waiting for your son to run in the room so I can throw it at his face. Okay. <laughs> he laughs when I throw it at my wife's face. Uh, no, I don't not care. really hers. I mean his. Um, so I saved a story just for Corinne. Um, oh, good. I won't mention her newspaper by name, but um, my, my boss... Uh, sent some press release about this really bad dude we caught, mm. and he was hoping you guys would put it in your newspaper, and you didn't. And so the whole breakfast I was having with him, he's just, I just don't get it. He like kept on flipping through the newspaper, getting really <laughs> upset that they didn't put his press release in. And uh, he flipped to Corinne's uh, article about pictures with old people. He's like, look at this. It's like a whole full-page spread about old people, and <laughs> here we are arresting felons, and it doesn't even get mentioned in the <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was somewhere along the lines of that. It was funny. I'm sure I really hope a... your response was, but did you see those old people? <laughs> I said, oh, I know I, I know the author of that one, and he's like, great. Tell her about our phones. <laughs> and he said, well, you should have her do a ride-along with you, and so she can write a story about being a police officer. I said, okay. I'm sure it was a really well-written article. About it was very, it was very well-written. Yeah. It yeah. was about like some old-timey photographers in Aww. Idaho Springs. Yep. Taking photos yeah. of the land. So Corinne's been in Idaho Springs and doesn't say hi to me. Just like James. Whoa, I drive through. No <laughs> one stops. I'm there like every other day. How often do you want me to stop in and say hi? Well, I would be nice if you just said it once. It's it's called the I cum. I don't know where you are. Uh, me I'm, in, I'm, in this, I'm in the city of Idaho Springs. <laughs> Commit a crime and he'll find you. Oh, <laughs> I will find you. Ryan, it's called the come and go, not the come and stick around and say hi. <laughs> are you sure? Yes. I, you know how many problems I've had at the come and go? <laughs> Yeah, and what's funny is every uh, most of the time you tell a story, you'll say, "So," and then they pulled into this convenience store, and I'll always go, 
Is it the Come and Go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Come and Go. Because it's the only convenience store. Yeah, it's the only convenience store in town. No, it's not the only one. But, but the Jenny's Market has a McDonald's built into it that's open 24 hours. Oh, so that's the nice place. So there's always people there. It's like, I mean, not besides oh, sure. like the clerk. Yeah. So there's people working at McDonald's. Usually people are always eating at McDonald's. It's super busy. Yeah. The Come and Go, there's two other gas stations across the street, and it's really dark over there. And yeah. so skis balls go there all the time. Yeah. I'm glad the term skis balls has come back into <laughs> rhetoric. Skis balls, it's See, a come and go. I can give you a great story, too. Um, Brad, Ooh. when you're editing this, I want you to play Enrique Iglesias' hero underneath as I tell this story. <laughs> I need a hero. We got a lot no, of uh, rights issues with that. I can be hero, baby. No. You know I don't own that no, song, right? <laughs> play, 30, play 30 seconds of it. I need a hero. I still have to get it. <laughs> it's called I don't want to own it. It's called YouTube. <laughs> okay. If someone put it on YouTube, I'll, I'll steal it. Uh, so we got this Just call of... Uh, this uh, this suicidal party, a 15-year-old girl is walking up uh, uh, Fifth in Idaho, which is separated by this, uh, like, storage place. And when we get that, so me and uh, my fellow officer was working. We haul ass from the PD. Get on the highway. He's a little ahead of me because I literally just came on. And so he's ahead of me. And I'm as I'm going, I can see him. He's like a quarter of a mile ahead of me. And then the... Dispatch says that, oh, she's hopping the fence, and the RP said she's walking out onto I-70. So I'm coming up, and so the gore on an exit is like where it triangles out. And as, I, as my oh. lights are going, I see like this flash of this young woman like running across the highway. So I turn my car sideways, yeah, and I throw it into park. You can't see me put my air quotes up. I throw it into park. I get out, and she's trying to jump from westbound into eastbound into oncoming traffic, and I fucking grab her, and I pull her back. Yeah! And then, as I go grab her, I, like, grab her hands to put her in my car, uh, <laughs> I put my car in reverse, and so it goes in a circle and comes around and smashes into the wall. <gasps> no, you didn't! Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And how, you know how old my patrol car is? It has 1,600 miles on it. <laughs> but I saved the girl's life. I, uh... Good for you. See, see, that's a story she should be writing about, Corinne. Not yeah. fucking old people. <laughs> I just imagine, like, Frost, get in here! I was say, you had to talk to your captain, like, Frost, you wrecked 20 cars! Yeah. <laughs> Frost, you need to go talk to the commissioner. This is not Grand Theft Auto, my God. Frost, Frost cost ta taxpayers $20,000 in repairs. Well, the mayor's going to have my ass for this! <laughs> it, it actually only damaged, like, the plastic bumper cover. So, oh, there you go. Because yeah. it's only, like, five miles an hour. Yeah. But it was funny, because... I, I stopped her from jumping into traffic, and as I'm pulling her back and walking with her, she says, Oh, no, your car. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least her priorities are straight. But, but, the, but the coolest part was the person who called it in. Um, she knows me, and I won't say why she knows me, but um, I've arrested her twice. <laughs> and... Um, and She's a really nice lady. She brings me cookies. I, I, I wish. That'd be awesome. There could awesome. have been plenty of reasons why she knows um, And she said, Frost... You, like your car stopped and you jumped out like a ninja and like grabbed her. I'm like, that's right, that's right. That's you remember. So next time you don't run, lady. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's never ran. She's Aww. been drunk. Aww. But yeah, and um, so you know you have to call the chief and be like, uh, hey, chief. <laughs> I, I, I wrecked a car. I wrecked my car. Uh, but I, I saved a lady. And he, you know what he said to me? Shit happens, brother. Cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so, so, end of an Greekly Iglesias' hero. <laughs> you should just play the uh, Nickel Creek, Nick Nickelback hero song from the Spider-Man movie instead. Oh, 
Oh no, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the the score in Spider Man is really great, and then the the credits start and it's Nickelback. And you're like, Ugh. I'm a that's, hero. I forgot that's what they did like in early two thousands. Yeah, they had. You know, there's actually two versions of that song. Is there? Like the radio version had a different singer from, I don't know, some other band, similar band at the time. Huh. It's, it's like the weirdest thing. Weird. Yeah. I think there's some like rights issue with. I owned the album. On the album, it was Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. And it follows like Danny Elfman's like stuff. I'm like, oh, we're so, bad. We're so cool, man. You know, I don't, I don't know what is worse is after you listen to Hans Zimmer's like amazing Spider-Man hey. 2 soundtrack. And it's, uh, so the last one is like this really cool, like, so I think the Amazing Spider-Man 2 theme with Spider-Man that, dun, dun, boom, 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 where Spider-Man's swinging through the city, I think it's really badass. And then it's Alicia Keys, like, rapping after it. Like, the oh, song yeah. ends, but then it goes to, I don't know if you remember the credits where they're showing, like, the rhino and scorpion for the Sinister Six, and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is Spider-Man, Ooh, it's a rap. I'm like, Ugh. It's not as bad as, as Star Trek Beyond, <clears throat> where all of a sudden, like, yeah. Sia pops in and is like, a sledgehammer. Oh, no, it's Rian. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a sledgehammer. You're a sledgehammer. <laughs> We're all sledgehammers together. <laughs> da, 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 da. Who wants so to be Superman? Peter Gabriel's super- sledgehammer jumps in. I want to be a sledgehammer. <laughs> that would actually be way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer. No. Uh-huh. We're in space. You don't need sledgehammers in space. So uh, there, there's what a story you can write, uh, <laughs> Corinne, and I already have the headline. <laughs> Lakewood resident, hero, Idaho Springs police officer, saves the life. Of a young woman. <laughs> There's no article. It's just the headline. That, that was my Leslie note. <laughs> but before it is, asterisk, start playing Hero <laughs> yeah. by Nickelback, asterisk, <laughs> local cotton. <laughs> Only really cool people get my Parks and Rec jokes. Only That's really great. cool ones. Oh. So, Corinne, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> a- a- have, you, have you missed us? Yeah. I, I would imagine so. I've been or, listening to your to your podcast. Yeah, I kind of got behind there for a while. Yeah, any critiques? Then... Like getting rid of James? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Wow! Oh man! You know Zach's here, right? You can pick on him. <laughs> well, yeah. well, <laughs> you missed an opportunity. Well, Zach doesn't say anything, so I mean, he's he's worthless to the podcast, anyways. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like James's contributions are. Minimal. Minimal at best. I know uh, how, the I most valuable part. So I don't know how to speak and I don't know how to open envelopes. Got yeah. It. <laughs> hey, my mom is half of our audience and she only listens because of me. Mm, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me a text message and she said, Ryan, you're the only reason I listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good. Yeah, the nerdies were a good time. Yeah, yeah. we had fun. <laughs> that was pretty good. You know, actually, uh, not to your horns, our last few episodes have been kind of on a roll. Yeah, so stop listening to this one and go listen to those. No, because everyone's like, oh, that Ryan's really funny. He's like the glue that holds oh. the podcast together. <laughs> and he's a hero. Okay, new new headline. Local <laughs> podcaster is also a hero cop who works overnights and has a really cute kid. And is the cheap adhesive that holds the show together. <laughs> yes. And is the glue that holds the show together. Asterisk, James is no longer needed in the show. Asterisk, asterisk. Zach Eastman needs to stop talking about Twombly. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Uh, Brad designs cool things. Yeah. And you wonder why we don't write about your felons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
Anyways, back to reality. Yeah, what's the show? <laughs> what are we doing today? Oh, Why are we here? Gravity. <laughs> we're like we're like forty minutes in and we haven't started. <laughs> uh, we have started. It always starts. <laughs> oh, how you doing, Ryan? Good. I, I think it's. I always think it's really cute. My kid um, goes and of plays course in you do imagination. Uh, my dad gave me a bunch of GI Joe stuff because my dad collects GI Joes. Yeah, for the the full ones. The, yeah, the, he like eight, the full the ones. Eight inch figures. So when he goes the on dolls. eBay and. Yeah, dolls. <laughs> you should see the Barbie doll that he. Had. I was just gonna say, is so, that why this Barbie is on the table? I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. Why, uh, why in Laura Ward's house is there a Barbie? Right. No, uh, that's because the people at McDonald's gave my kid the boy toy, and they did not the girl toy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was me being sarcastic, Zach. <laughs> Learn to ride it. Not sad. Sad. Right, sarcastic. He's like, I need a boy toy for my son. And they're like, sure, mister. And they close the window. I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> him. I'm making $5 Wait, an hour. Was, where was I going with my story? You guys interrupted me. I don't, I don't know. know. Something about it's cute when your kid. Oh, he's playing imagination in there. And so my dad got him G.I. Joe's. And so now he's, he's in there saying, I got a gun. <laughs> he's shooting things. <laughs> yeah. He's a boy. But I don't remember ever like telling him, how, like, this is a gun. You kill people with this thing. <laughs> I mean, I did show him Predator, so he maybe knows. <laughs> I hope your kid walks in and just says, I ain't got time to bleed. No, that Whoa. He'd, everybody would want to adopt my kid then, because that'd be sweet. Why would anyone want this? Like, it doesn't move. This is I the know. worst toy ever. Well, see, and the bummer is, flush is, this down a toilet. is my kid actually loves <laughs> race cars the and... Trucks and stuff, and yeah. the, the boys' one is a Hot Wheels. Yeah, and I got that shit. Yeah, how come like the boys' toys are cool and the girls' toys are like? Uh, honestly, if I had this, I would rip its hair out and I would attach it to an erector set. And why do they have to separate boys and girls? Why can't That's the right. girls have That's race right. cars? You know, at the Walmart, they got the girl Legos in a different aisle now. What? That's bullshit. Yeah, it's already terrible that there's girl Legos. It's, it's already terrible that you shop at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So the Lego the Lego sets for Guardians of the Galaxy two are coming out, mm -hmm. and they've already got one out that I had to buy because it has a baby Groot in it. Nice. He's tiny. Like his his he doesn't he's not even a bump. His his bottom is actually the width of a bump, so he That's can't awesome. he can't fit on anything. And then his hands are just little things you can clip stuff to. He's so he's so he's so wee. <laughs> oh, that kid! Right? Oh man! Should we ask Brad what's going on around town? Whoa! Whoa! Segway? Nice, Corinne. See, we need someone to Corinne, bring us back her. in. She's like, man, if I were listening, I'd be so pissed. At yeah, this like, what are those guys are just self. <laughs> I want to rip like, its skip, hair skip, out. skip, skip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when can we just get to? <laughs> I guess we have should to let me skip more than fifteen seconds at a time. <laughs> I need to go around town with Brad. Brad's going around town. Her arm is stuck up, so she's always doing a Zeke Heil. You can't, you can't make the arm go down. He's referring to the Barbie, not me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nicely done. Yeah, Corinne, you need to stop saluting Hitler. I try. Okay. <laughs> Every day. No promises. <laughs> oh, we're waiting for you, Brad. It's I'm, your I'm segment, man. I'm trying is, to look up the... Is there anything I wasn't prepared going on for the, town? Okay. Um, so March 28th, this is not this week, so uh, but uh, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. March 28th is the next open screen night at the Bug Theater. $5, local uh, films, fun, win prizes. Check that out. 
uh, starts at seven o'clock. And then the Esquire Midnight this week is the Room and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Man, again. So Dead House Moving Castle this week. Which we ooh, to do. that's my favorite music. Well, yeah, not this week. Mine too. Yeah, yesterday. The Wind Blows is really good. That's the only one I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Uh, but the week that's after, House, House Moving Castle is beautiful. Uh, but the week after is Austin Powers' 20th anniversary. Oh, yeah. And then um, April 7th and 8th is The Warriors. Uh, I'll go see it if I can come out and play. I don't know if I can yet. The other person coming from Gotham is Deadpool's girlfriend. So I would actually, you know, Marina. Oh, Marina Baccarin. Vanessa. Oh, okay. Not because Deadpool is in Gotham and he has a girlfriend in the show. That'd be sweet. It would make me watch Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a random question. Have any of you guys been to the Mayan? Oh, yeah, yes. many times. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I just drove by it today. I'd never seen it before. Oh, it's it cool. looks really sketchy. No. Oh, no, yeah, no it does on the outside, yes. Uh, I mean, not as bad theater, as the Esquire, but, but on the inside it's nicely refurbished. I went there this yeah. week, I'll show you. And you get and you get free popcorn seasoning when you buy popcorn there. Yes, you do. <laughs> Wow, what a true. deal. You get it at most of the landmarks except wow. for Greenwood oh, Village. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's pretty insane. But Greenwood Village, though, you get free soda and popcorn. So I know, I mean, but they don't have the flavoring, so, those cheap fucks. <laughs> the, um, Just saying. The upstairs, the upstairs at the Mayan is not great. So, like, the first time you go, make sure you're downstairs. Yeah, yeah that, that's the main uh, theater. There's, like, two upper side ones that are kind of meh. Yeah. They're yep. awkwardly angled. It's like sitting inside. You know, I've only like seen, like, two movies. What's the last painting? movie we saw up there? It was, like, a screening of one. We have La La Land right now. Yeah. Great movie. You guys could go see it again. I don't know if you know that one, the first annual Nerdies Best Picture. It did. Actually, it's the second Nerdies. I listened to the first annual Nerdies. Oh, that's Nerdies right. This week, the second. Annual. Oh, and, wait, uh, we did it once before. Yeah. Oh. And we we uh, we made our own categories, so oh, there wasn't Best Actor. So or we best used picture. we used to be better at this, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh. There were uh, uh, classics like Best uh, Gratuitous Child Nudity for a Clown, and oh, um, yeah, yeah. What yeah, are you doing? Free. It's free. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, isn't it time we check some fan mail? Uh, no, it's okay, not. <laughs> fuck you, Ryan. Uh, no, fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> Every week, I, uh, we like to say at Real Nerds, we go see movies at the Alamo because the Alamo has a it's the coolest place to see movies in Denver, and this is what's playing at the Alamo Draft House. Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Christopher Mintz-Bloss. I'm Martin Starr. Welcome to the Alamo Draft My mom, My mom got really excited because they're showing Vanishing Point there, which is too bad because it's Vanishing Point, and that movie's not good. <laughs> what? It's not good. I'd say it has some cool car chases in it. It's fun to watch. At the end is cool. There's not even that many car chases in it. Most of it is there's, him like driving. There's also a naked chick who rides a boat on her cycle for no reason. Um, yeah. And she's not that attractive. Is that where your mom's going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, phase four with Lost Ending is going to be there. I saw a little trailer for that. Yeah. It's like ant movie with giant ants. Yeah, it looks weird. Uh, Kill Bill Double Feature Feast is going to be going on. Oh, cool. I hate that I had to work. Uh, Hester Street with Mara Gates. <laughs> well then, uh, PBS Kids and the Alamo presents Odd Squad Sword Art. Wait, that's there's a space there. Presents the Odd Squad uh, Sword Art Online the movie or Donald Scale. What the hell is that? You guys know what I'm talking. That is. Did you say Sword Art? Uh, sword Art oh, okay. Online the movie. 
I think that's uh, like I, an anime thing. Probably. Oh, it sounds like it because the title's goofier than fuck. <laughs> uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What? I think the I'm goofiest. Sure the movie. Oh, man. I think the goofiest anime title I've ever heard was Pumpkin Scissors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they just pulled it out of a hat. You know, I always think of that, too. It sound like a sex move. It does. <laughs> nice. The pumpkin scissors. This guy knows. <laughs> hey, girl, you ever done a pumpkin scissor before? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm guessing it's the movie. No, it is. Which, which is disappointing. Yeah, it is. Why don't they show, like, The Gift or something, like, you know, on the big screen? That'd be sweet. That would be cool. Uh, My High Movie Rose presents Cyborg. Ooh. Is it the Van Damme one? Yep. <laughs> All right. But oh, it's got okay. the movie roast part, so. I wouldn't go because those guys aren't funny. <laughs> Whoa. Burn. They're hit and miss. Exactly. And that movie's terrible, not so. Funny. I watched a Mystery Science Theater 3000 this week. Those guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> a Lonely Place presents Nightfall and the lineup. I haven't seen either of those. Neither have I. And that's what's playing at the Alamo Draft House this week. Cool. Very cool. Yep. And now we can go into fan mail. Fan mail! Hey guys, um, I want to know what you guys would think about a remake of My Science Project and them actually expanding the universe and actually telling uh, where that, uh, that engine thing came from. Just want to know what you guys think. I know there's been a lot of movies out there where they've ruined them with remakes, but there's a lot of movies out there too that I feel that... Uh, made some pretty decent remakes and were worthy of, of uh, you know, making them so we could see them. But peace out, guys. Later. I've never seen My Science Project. I don't even know what that is. I've never seen it either. I thought, for a second, I thought for a second he was saying, would you remake My Science Project? <laughs> I know, I was just saying, I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the CG would look a lot better, like, the CG volcano would look a lot better than the, like, the little... You know, baking soda one that I had. So um, I definitely think you should remake it because I I didn't really try that hard in school. So um, so it wasn't a very good science project. It's uh, like a times. It's uh, yep. It's a time movie. Yeah, it's a time uh, travel movie. With Dennis Hopper as an ex hippie teacher. Oh, and his friend Vince, played by Fisher Stevens. Oh, yeah. So it is, looks like is Fisher Stevens an Indian boy. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's you know, a racist movie in there yet. Is he a Koopa? <laughs> it basically looks like it's... Uh, yeah, there's mutant, militant beings from a distant past, including a T-Rex. Oh, hell yeah! Form of, they, so they basically fight like monsters. Yes, remake that shit! Yeah, it's not very well regarded. It's 14% on the tomato meter, but if they can make it cooler, I'm always down for it. Yeah, there's a number of things out there that every now and then like I'll see an old movie and go, oh man, they should totally remake this because... You know, or 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 there are times where I'll watch a movie and it has a cool idea, but when it's over, I'm like, this isn't actually good. Yeah, I mean, like Doctor Zhivago, Split. <laughs> yeah, uh, they should remake stuff that yeah didn't work the first time. Yeah, um, Citizen Kane, or it kind that... of worked, well, but like it could be improved on with like better effects or a better cast or oh, just yeah. better production value. Oh yeah. Right. Um, Man knows the hands of fate. Uh, the the '90s television show Sliders. <laughs> Did you watch? Did you watch all of them, or did you just, just watch just that one? Oh dang! <laughs> I watched Ega. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it sounds like something that somebody should totally remake. Yeah. Um, See, Bree, you out nerded us. No one has seen yeah, that. Yeah, seriously. What is there? Was there? What, what? What other stuff have I seen recently where I think they should remake it? I don't know. I'm sure there's like plenty of horror movies because most of them are garbage. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Blood Rage. 
Uh, they don't need to remake that because it is gold. <laughs> but you, uh, wait till you talk about the horror movie I saw this week. But the promotional campaign for it could be hashtag cranberry sauce. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, that's not cranberry sauce. Right. When people put their finger on blood and lick it. That's not cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw your buzz this week. They could remake that. <laughs> <laughs> who would, sta- who would star in a remake of your buzz? Uh, no one, actually. Uh, the absence yeah, of light. did you so see no this week? <laughs> Black is the absence of all color. <laughs> so you're not really looking at a color. Oh, and roofing of Legos. You put a roofie in the Legos. <laughs> yeah, he's also seen Batman Lego movie. Batman Lego movie. Yeah. Batman's Feed the best words. superhero, right, Kellen? <laughs> what? Who's better, Spider-Man or Batman? Bats. And Bats. Shit. So, it's getting close. Wait, you gotta, you gotta, wait. He's got to go cold turkey Kellen, on Batman. Who, who's Spider-Man? What's his name? Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> He's Miles Morales. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the correct answer is it doesn't matter uh, as long as whoever's under the mask <laughs> believes in their heart that they're good. That is true. <laughs> we also watch movies throughout the week. We do. This is movies we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Hi, I'm Ryan. Ryan, Ryan James, just, what have you been watching? Ryan just, I was just going to say. Uh, oh, uh, I don't actually have much at all. Uh, I've been re-watching the first season of Love, because uh, season two just came out on Netflix, and I remember liking season one, but don't actually remember pretty much anything that happened. Um, what is and, uh, Love? Uh, love is the... Je- what is Love? <laughs> that is the eternal question. Uh-huh. Um, Baby, don't hurt me. Oh, come on. Nobody did that. <laughs> uh, so it's the Judd Apatow TV show that's on Netflix. Uh, it's about ten episodes long. Um, they're all like thirty-minute episodes with. Uh, Is Jillian... it a comedy? Yeah, it's a comedy. Well, I mean, it's a Judd Apatow thing, right? So it's a it's a mostly comedy with some drama stuff in there. Mm. Um, and uh, so it stars uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community uh, and a guy who's real real doofusy looking, um, and. They both like break up with their their partners and run into each other at a convenience store and start hanging out. Um, and it's it's pretty good. It's you know, sort of him doing a show about what it's like to be in your late twenties and live in L.A. and not have any direction and just sort of wander through your life a little. Um, but it's pretty fun. Uh, I would definitely recommend the first season, and I'm looking forward to to getting into the second. So. I will report back. But other than that, I really haven't watched much at all. Brad, what have you been watching? Uh, I saw one thing this week. Um, I saw a kitty. You saw a kitty? Kitty? Is it this you ca- kitty? You call it saw yeah. the uh, kitty. Are you saying? What are you saying? You saw a ki- kitty. Lion? I saw a kitty. You saw a ki- kitty, kitty cat? Kitty cat? You saw Was that the an name X- of the movie? Yeah. An X-Men oh. movie? It, it's cat. It's, I think it's catty. They, uh, they don't really say it. The whole movie's... Um, in... Is it a foreign film? It's a foreign it's documentary. In, yeah, the whole movie is in baby talk. Yeah, Yo, kitty, much. right here. <laughs> no, it's actually a serious documentary about uh, all these cats is. in Istanbul, and they don't have masters. They just roam free. Um, and and they... no, no cat has a master. All cats are free. <laughs> True. True. Um, so they kind of uh, profile different people and the cats that, like kind of enter their lives um and they kind of it's amazing that you know there's thousands of cats in this uh city just crawling all over the place 
but they they're able to uh, like narrow in on specific ones and their individual stories and their individual personalities. Um, it's pretty impressive. Like there's very distinct, uh, like they just treat them like people. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, cool to see them. Like they're not like they just do whatever they want. Um, and they all like some show up at restaurants and just kill mice and stuff. And like, that's how they earn their like ability to be there. Um, uh, there's like a man's mind. I like it. There's like an, another, like this female cat who has a mate and she, like if it was a human couple, like she'd be like this abusive, like she'll always eat first and like paw him out of the way. And then when she's done, he's allowed to eat. And then if like other cats come in the vicinity of him, like she'll, like he won't be doing anything like, like he won't be near the other, uh, the other cats, but she'll like get the preemptive strike and like bat them out of the way and like start fighting and stuff. Like she's very territorial. Um, so, so, so it's can, like one of those Planet Earth movies, but with cats in Istanbul. Yeah, and like uh, it, interviews with human people talking about their like experience with these cats and how they feel like they're they have human personalities. Um, can, and can, it's like a whole B roll movie. So you're just aside from the human interaction, like you, it's just like B roll of cats uh, scurrying around for you know an hour and a half. Can can we take all of the cats from that town and put them in New York and make a documentary about cats killing rats? Cats v rats, John of Justice. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh man, Zack Snyder directs cats versus rats. Extermination. Yeah, and then oh, and then it'll end, and like like you, the cats will be winning, right? But then all of a sudden, like, Joe, you know, sort of your favorite cat, but he's not the main character, but he's, like, the main character's friend, right? Like, all of a sudden, like, his neck will be getting big because he, like, he got attacked by one of the rats, but he's getting better. He's going to be just fine. And then all of a sudden, like, they're all sitting at dinner, and they're eating, and, like, he starts, like, coughing, and then all of a sudden this blowfly starts breaking out of his chest, uh, and then it runs across the uh, across the table. That's horrific. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an awesome movie? <laughs> Holy shit! That would be if someone would only make it. I know. <laughs> if Get only there was on the phone. <laughs> if only there was a professional writer that could, uh, you know, make that happen. But you know, guess you have to go to college to get that degree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotta um, know the English language, man. It's the only yep. way. Uh, but yeah, so that, it was cute. Is that Netflix? It's uh, no, I saw it at the Mayan. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, I think the Alamo's going to get it soon. You went to the Mayan to watch a documentary about kittens. <laughs> they have three things. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen La La Land many times. Yeah. This movie, and I Am Not Your Negro, and this was at 5 o'clock. So. <laughs> so between the documentary about black people and the documentary about cats, <laughs> you were like, cats. <laughs> All right. Fair. Totally fair. Well, I could learn about civil rights and how it pertains to today, <laughs> there were, but then there's this cat. <laughs> there were a lot of black cats in the documentary, <laughs> so I covered both. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Black cats, there's orange cats, there's all kinds of cats. Yeah, we're not discriminatory. <laughs> oh, that's really good, man. Oh, cool. uh, and yeah, the only other thing I've done has been uh, I finally broke into my Switch, and I've been playing Breath oh, of the Wild like nice. a madman. He oh, cool. Sh- he showed it to me on Friday, and I was just like blown away. I'm like, you can take the handles off the side and play it like a Wii? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, I do have the issue of the left Joy-Con joystick not working. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but have you it's, had that run? Uh, I've, oh, I you haven't it. got one. That's right. Yeah. It mostly happens when I put the controllers close together. So if I'm able to play like farther apart, yeah, it happens less often. Hmm. That'll oh. probably be their first update. Would be my guess. Yeah. Well, well I, they ha- I, yeah. I heard it's an antenna actually physically is misplaced inside uh, the design. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like an iPhone five mistake or whatever iPhone that was where they put the antenna where your hand is. It's so. one of those things. And I try to get a pro controller, but they're all sold out of that. So. Yeah, they're always sold out of stuff. Yeah. How does Nintendo always misjudge how popular stuff is? Because they're be? actually bad at their jobs. <laughs> I actually <laughs> saw a, a, a copy of the special edition of Zelda at Target today. Like, they still have one. Like the Switch? No, the the Zelda game that's in, like, the box that's, like, this big. Oh. The one I got. It has, like, the carrying case and the medallion and the map. Um, it's a gorgeous, gigantic box for a bunch of things that you don't really need. And the game, obviously. But the game is amazing. Like I've played so much of it and done so little. Like I mostly just hunt wildlife and cook food for myself and climb walls and like explore every nook and cranny of every forest and rock I can go through and I feel like everyone's doing other stuff. Sorry, I I <laughs> really wanna just break that Barbie in half. I'm trying to figure out how to have fun with it and I can't. Poor choice of words. <laughs> well, it's a black Barbie, so that'll be hate crime. Whoa. I heard it's like the best looking Zelda game ever. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. gorgeous. And the, I spent all my time on the Great Plateau, and then just yesterday I you know, completed the objective, and I have expanded the entire Hyrule, like Land of Hyrule. Yeah, and it's huge. It just keeps going and going, and there's multiple directions you can go, and... Um, it's just overwhelming. Yeah, like, I was amazed by the fact that you told me like the game card was like the size of a freaking postage stamp. Yeah, it's smaller than a postage stamp. It's crazy. Yeah, I, like that much information. I, I, that just yeah. blows my mind away, man. Yeah, like full motion video and all that on us. It looks so cool. Was, yeah. he he pulled it out of his backpack. I'm like, oh, is that what <laughs> I think it is? Does it work well as a portable system? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mostly have played it docked, but uh, I I took it to the bug and you know. Uh, Threw the kickstand out, played it on the table, like Zach was watching me. That's cool. Um, but it's it's such an epic game. I like I just enjoy playing it at home more. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If there was like more of the quick games, I'm sure that uh, like Mario Kart might be really good for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wish I had other friends that had one because yeah, yeah I guess I and... pre-ordered it too late. But uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So. You know what's awesome is when your wife has tons of you know recycling, and then your kid goes and pulls it all out to play with it. He's been. He's playing hundred... Imagination, Ryan. Yeah. Hey, you know what's cute when your son plays Imagination and he pulls all the recycling out of the bins. No, it's cute when he plays Imagination with Legos and GI Joes. Hundreds <laughs> of dollars on toys, and he just plays with garbage instead. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he does that, I think of there's this joke in Modern Family where um, Phil and Claire are talking about their son and how he really liked boxes. And so they used to get him presents and put them in boxes, but then they realized he liked the box more than the toy. Yeah. So one year they got him a box, but they made the mistake of putting it in a bag. And that's my kid. Is is that a joke about kids accidentally asphyxi- asphyxiating themselves on plastic bags? No, no, no. I guess the joke's too smart for James. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because your joke fell flat. <laughs> oh. Now accepting cool. applications for Real Nerds Podcast. 
Uh, Ryan's that, really trying to get him off the show. Yep. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Breath of the Wild, like it, the experience I had playing Ocarina, I'm feeling again playing this game. Oh, nice. Um, it's just like this personal journey experience. It's, so it's does great. he still make his usual grunts like, yeah? Yeah. When I um, do, I, I remember I was playing Zelda one time and I was doing that as Link was doing it. So I'd be like, when I got hit, because I don't know why I do it. And my wife says, you know, he makes those noises, right? <laughs> I said, I just ruined my Zelda fun. Man. The other crazy thing is, like, the weapons, they break, like, if you use them too much. So you constantly have to find new ones. Um, weather affects you. So uh, you have to, like, eat spicy food to keep your internal heat up. Um, like, there's so much detail. Because you're a snake person? <laughs> 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 so unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. But the higher you go, the colder it gets. Yes, like uh, you need spicy food or a warming rock. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you and you can find like different animals and like uh, vegetables and uh, insects and like find different combinations to mix them together to create like oh maybe this will give me like five hearts as opposed to three or uh, uh, like there's this fast frog creature so like if you put that in you'll get extra stamina oh, yeah i heard that this one reviewer i was reading said he got lost for hours just like making food yeah <laughs> that's the most fun i have right now is like i i don't <laughs> i don't try to go fight the little goblins in the field i just yeah. like oh my god there's a this weird bird in the tree and shoot it and, <laughs> i'll cook that thing yeah <laughs> i felt bad there was a fox though i did I took it down. Did you cook I it? I don't. Yep. Like in Horizon Zero Dawn, I kill everything that moves. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite now is because uh, my hunter, she's getting like faster and stronger. So now I can catch up to like foxes and turkeys and I just bash them in the head. <laughs> like, I'm not going to waste arrows. <laughs> I'll eat the shit. I just leave dead turkeys all over the countryside. <laughs> to lure out the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sweet if it did. Cool. So that's all I've been watching. Corinne? Uh, other than a lot of basketball, I've just been watching a lot of adaptations of Beauty and the Beast. They're there, <laughs> shorts, long, uh, feature length, live action, animation. Um, the quality varies greatly. Yeah. Did you watch the, the Linda Hamilton show? Right. No, the one, the one with, uh, oh, what's his name? Ron, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, yeah. yeah. My mom 90s. loved that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the TV series? Yes, yeah. where, no. where he's like a cat. He's basically <laughs> yeah. like you've seen that guy on the internet where like he's tattooed himself and had like actual whiskers implanted, so he looks like a cat. Yeah, he basically looks like that. Lion face. Yes, lion face. He basically looks yeah. lion face. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, are any of them good? Well, Would you recommend any of the adaptations um, you've seen? There's one on YouTube that's like an Encyclopedia Britannica. It's like ten minutes long. The animation style is kind of unique. And it stays pretty close to the original fairy tale. Hmm. So everybody dies? No. The, the, all, I feel like all the original fairy tales, everybody... <laughs> get like, eaten. Yeah, they all get eaten. That'd be or... sweet if Beast ate Belle. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> I would make Beauty and the Beast horror movie because Beauty and no, the Beast just... is in public domain, so... Yeah. yeah. No, it just, it just ends with him, like, tra her, she trades herself for her father and lives the rest of her life in a cell. The end. <laughs> no, she trades her life for her father's, and then, like, the bee slowly eats pieces of her every day. <gasps> oh, yeah. And then, like, Gaston has to go save her, and Gaston's the hero. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that would Copyright be normal, Real yeah. Dirt's podcast. Right. Copyright, <laughs> Copyright Real Dirt's Podcast. Uh, cool. So. How was Jack's yeah. back? Oh, that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> it was good. No, James Spader did a great job, and... But it's definitely yeah. 80s cheese. Yeah, it is. And honestly, I thought the guy who plays, like, the doctor 
because he was acting all shady. I thought it was him. Yeah. And it was somebody else. I don't even remember. Oh, it was the other guy. Yep. <laughs> the guy who runs the clinic. Directed by the guy who directed Roadhouse. <laughs> Are, so. I'm listening. <laughs> How many necks get ripped out? Um, none, really. I don't remember. It's like, it's an all right movie. It's I mean, it's it's like an 80s thriller, so... It has some really cheesy moments in it, but I thought it was shot really cool. I like the, the softness of the colors and, um, yeah, that was one of those uh, screen factories. I didn't know if I wanted to get, and then uh, Trade Smart was going out of business, and it was seventy percent off, so I paid like six bucks for it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> and it was worth six bucks. It kind of reminded me of very vaguely in that it kind of had the Jack the Ripper lore mm-hmm. in it of this show uh, from the BBC. I think it's called Whitechapel. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first season is about this copycat of Jack the Ripper. So that's kind of what it made me think of. Oh, cool. Because it was a similar-ish premise. Yeah. Yeah. Except it was in L.A. and in the 80s with James Spader. Yeah. (laughs) Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah, He's like in his underwear in one scene. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, James Spader got to get paid, man. Nude Spaders. (laughs) Yeah, and James Spader from the 80s. like. were you not expecting it? You're like, oh, that's hot. Are you attracted to James Spader? He looked. He still looks good, but back in the day, like he was, <laughs> he was a very handsome young man, and he still is. Where's the cat? <laughs> I don't know. Where's the cat? Which cat are you looking for, buddy? Are you gonna throw him in the garbage? The are you looking for the dead? <laughs> 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 If he said yes, we all have to stop the show and go find the freaking cat. Uh, cool. Cool, cool. Awesome. Um, uh, I, I just want to watch... Benny. I want to watch Roadhouse again, actually, just the, the fact that you mentioned it. Well, you I'm can. so glad you gave me that Blu-ray, because now I just have access to it anytime. Oh, no. Where did you come from? Um, uh, no, I, um, uh, I watched Last Action Hero again. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I, I was texting James as I was watching it, and I was like, the only thing that is wrong with this movie is that Shane Black is not directing it himself. Yeah. Uh, maybe. 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 I, think, I actually think the end suffers from pacing issues, but I think the overall movie is actually pretty great. It's actually maybe my second favorite Schwarzenegger movie. Maybe. It's not like, it's not like, a, like a bash on it. Like, this movie totally sucks and it should oh, be. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Else, but, no, I agree. Um, but uh, I totally dug uh, watching it again. Like, I had a... More fonder appreciation for it now after watching like other stuff by Shane Black, but because I think the first time I saw it, I didn't really know who Shane Black was. I kind of just watched it as a Schwarzenegger movie. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, finished up National Parks, um, America's Best Idea. Um, I, I didn't know a lot about John Muir, and now I know a lot about John Muir. Who's John Muir? John Muir is a uh, Sierra writer, Club, right? What he founded the Sierra Club, right? Yes. Yeah, and um, and that's where. Brad I mean, picks up his dates. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, that just, was fun. I just drive into the dark forest. <laughs> like, hey, hey, you girls part of the Sierra Club? Ladies! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I gave you like the weasel voice from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I know 40 different bird calls. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you come hike into my car? <laughs> <laughs> don't walk away. I know you're impressed. <laughs> So evil wait, Pratt that so- is. Wait, wait, that sounds so much <laughs> similar Brooklyn. to the guy that was sitting next to us in the movie today. <laughs> <laughs> you? No, no, you. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, nothing. That's lost. Your mom? <laughs> no, my mom. Not my mom. No. <laughs> um, 
Uh, what else did I watch? Um, I saw Split. Oh yeah. Oh. How'd you, how'd you, you like think? Split? Spoilers for Split. How'd had, you like he Split? He had it spoiled for him. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you knew going in. So meh. Uh, it was. I I will say this. I actually enjoyed the visit more than I liked this movie in terms of Shyamalan. Um, I don't know why. I I actually liked uh, the visit a lot. So with this one, I was expecting like I, I will say this. James McAvoy is really good in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the parts with the girls. Um, kind of like you guys said, like it, it's it's it suffers a little bit, but um, once I get to the therapist, like I was fucking on board. Um, I do, I like the twist. I just want to see where it goes. I don't want to make any real judgment call on it because it's really just a moment in the movie that doesn't really like. I mean, th- well, actually, that's a lie because there's stuff throughout the film that suggests the same things that Unbreakable talks about. Yeah. So, like, it's not, like, completely devoid of it, and then suddenly there's this unexpected turn of the head. But I I want to see where it goes. Like, I want to see if McAvoy's character fights Bruce Willis's character or something like that, or whatever it's going to be. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see Mr. Glass again, but I don't know if that's going to be uh, 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 possible. I don't know. Where did you So, um, it's not bad. I'm glad I saw it. I paid six bucks for it, so I was like, eh, yeah, you know, I think uh, his last two movies, uh, he's starting to get back on track because yeah, I mean, since Unbreakable, he's been garbage. So that's a lie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, not going to debate that because uh, uh, there there's hits and misses throughout the. I still think he's a great filmmaker uh, visually. Yeah, yeah, yeah he but, is. But um, no, it was like I said, it's fine. Like I'm not as enamored with it as say my sister was or my friend Derek was. Like who kept pestering me on my, on my Facebook, going like, "Have you seen Split yet? Have you seen Split yet?" I'm like. No, I saw Get Out, though. Get Out was really good. Yeah. And then they just ignore me, which is fine. They're <laughs> entitled to. They're wrong. But um, uh, And then uh, last thing that I watched was uh, I sat down and tried to sit through Rats. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Wait. shut it off 15 minutes in. Yeah. I was uh, I, 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 I don't know what? if my stomach was. Really? Like, I was never really that bothered by I'm like, meh. We're disgusting I creatures. Be I don't disgusting. know what it is. Like it, it's it's weird because like I'll watch any horror movie that's thrown at me, for the most part, unless it's like some like Blood Rage. I'll let you borrow Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust oh, before. Okay. That didn't bother me. Rats, though. Like I know it's a documentary. I know they're actually like if I have the knowledge that it's real, and not like fake. Yeah. Like Cannibal Holocaust has the benefit of knowing that it's fake, even though they've tried to pass it off as real. Yeah. Rats, on the other hand, is. It's gruesome, like, for what I've seen. So, like, I I want to try to finish it, but I need to not eat anything beforehand. So There's... it really was the visuals that turned you off. Can I <sighs> recommend uh, Willard? <laughs> Willard? <laughs> or Ben? There's this one part where the rats are all sitting at dinner, and the this one guy who got attacked by a blowfly earlier, uh, all of a sudden he starts, like, shaking, and a blowfly pops out of his chest and runs across the table. Yeah. I can't. Great. I, it was really early in the week, so I don't remember exactly what made me shut it off. But I, I just, I for some reason I was just going like, uh, and maybe it's because I had eaten something prior and I was feeling a little sick. And I'm like, if you want to finish this, Zach, you just don't eat anything. <laughs> wow. So. Talk about pussies. <laughs> no, it's a movie about rats. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Not pussies. Rats. Yeah. Ryan, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I only watched a few things. I watched uh, Wet Hot American Summer, First Day of Camp. And I think Paul Rudd's introduction is maybe my favorite introduction of any character in any show ever. It's so good. <laughs> He's like riding a motorcycle 
and he just jumps off of it, and the motorcycle crashes. <laughs> and, and everyone says, where have you been? You're, you're a week late. <laughs> and it's not even, like, super over the top. Like, it doesn't, like, go no. off a cliff and explode. It just, like, goes 20 feet and falls yeah. over. And he, like, when he jumps off, he trips over, and he's yeah. trying to be cool. Yeah, that's so good. Um, and I, so it's even more, like, weird comedy than the sh- the movie yeah but for some reason it's really I, I think it's really funny my wife would hate it she couldn't she won't watch one episode of it yeah but uh i mean i i laughed every time when they're saying i know i'm just 16 and they're like 40 year old actors <laughs> and then they go to elizabeth banks character and they're like wait a minute how are you gonna pass as 16 and she like she flips her hair her, yeah she like pulls the thing out of her hair and flips it and like and they go, i was wrong Whoa. i was wrong about you <laughs> and oh, like man. their little banter they would always have and they'd say like so, th- that again was like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, great idea, yeah, yeah, oh, that's such a great idea. <laughs> we go on for like five minutes. Like, what is going on? I love that the whole premise of her character, which is not in the movie, <laughs> is that she goes in as a reporter and then loves the kid so much that she seemingly spends the rest of the summer just being a teenager yeah. and having sex with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Like when you actually take it to its conclusion, you're like. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or the founder of the camp falls in toxic waste, and that's how he turns in the can of beans. Yeah. <laughs> How they even tried to explain the can of beans. Oh the, man! And I, I like really laughed when they introduced uh, the the cook. He came out and he was like the super preppy guy. Yeah. Until he had a nom flashback because <laughs> they needed him. <laughs> so like, what am good. I watching? It's awesome, oh, but it's, it's so good. It's so absurd. Yeah, I really hope they make another season of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they are. It's called. Uh, I think it's ten years later. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, because <laughs> they do have that one scene in the movie where they're going. Oh, you know, ten years from now we should meet up yeah. at like eleven thirty. Uh, eleven thirty, I'm gonna be like really busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, funny. that show. Yeah, that show is <laughs> great. I love when. I know I'm just 16, but... <laughs> I love that they couldn't get Bradley Cooper for enough time, so at some point his character just starts wearing a ski mask all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... And just, like, giving thumbs up to people. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's the most absurd humor I've just watched, because I mean, uh, it's even... Like, I love hot shots and naked guns and stuff, and it's that level, but even more, like, obscure and ab- yeah. absurd. I can't even... Because it's not spoofy. No. It's just... Oh, here's a talking can of beans <laughs> or vegetables or whatever it is. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and the only other thing I watched is I watched Blood Diner. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, it's part of the Vesteron video series. So Vesteron is going back and getting like all the old Trimark and Vesteron movies where they're these really like cheesy 90s blockbuster straight renting horror films. And Blood Diner... Um, Okay. Um, is it a rom com? <laughs> yes. I'm going to guess a um, uh, young couple on their way back from spring break stops in an old timey diner uh, where somebody gets mysteriously murdered, and then it turns out that the cook is possessed by a demon because the diner was built on an Indian burial ground, and the, the, uh, the cook starts just murdering people, and they have to figure out a way to escape. Uh, close, except um, in it, there's these. Uh, so it opens with these two kids like playing. All right, all and, right. And uh, their uncle comes in, and he's like a mass murderer, and he gives them these medallions, and he says, uh, "Your uncle's got to go away for a while, kids." <sighs> and uh, so he goes out the door, and the cops shoot and kill him. And then it cuts to twenty years later, and the two brothers are digging up the grave of their uncle, 
And the security guy comes up and is like, hey, what are you kids doing? And then he gets hit in the back of the head with a shovel and both his eyeballs pop out. Whoa. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and it's the most gonzo movie. Is he, is he still alive? Is, does he no. minority report chase no. his eyeballs around the no, graveyard? The, the, so the security guy dies. So they rip the brain out of their uh, uncle. Um, I'm pretty sure it'd be decomposed and gone by then. But they rip the brain out and they put it in a jar and it has two eyeballs that comes back to life. And they use these like voodoo medallions that they're wearing. And they murder people and feed them to their guests in their diner. <laughs> so it's like a cannibal movie. All right. But I, I wasn't thinking. There so it's would like be... Sweeney Todd American style. <laughs> yeah. But like it's this gonzo like uh, it, it's like it's funny, but it shouldn't be funny because everybody acts super over the top. And I mean, there's this part where this these two people are on the beach. Of course, it's just, I think, to show nudity. No, uh, sure. Yeah. And so the, the dude shows up to kill him. And then the naked chick starts doing, like, karate moves on him and kicking his ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then he gets pissed and, like, kills her. And later on, it, so it cuts, it fades away, and he's and so there's a bunch of her body parts everywhere. And the only scene is him opening up the back of his van. He's like, you fucking bitch! And he kicks, like, her body parts, and they go flying everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Weird. It's It's really weird, but you laugh at really weird parts because it's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. Like, it... It doesn't make any sense. If you hadn't have said Vestron, I would have said this had cannon stink all oh, over it. I know it's. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there's a part in it where it 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 just it goes from like random thing to random thing. So they're back at the diner and they're feeding like fingers, like they call them, like the finger special. And everyone's like, "Oh, it's chicken!" And an IRS agent shows up. He's like, "I'm from the IRS." <laughs> and then one guy says, "Hey, we're we're out of uh, the special." One second. Right this way, sir. And then he kills the dude and cuts up his fingers and serves them to everybody. <laughs> yep. Weird. Yeah, it's really weird, but... I don't I, feel... I feel like I would know if I was eating fingers. Yeah, well... It's got they, bones in it. They even have this part where this guy says, you guys make the best vegetarian burgers in town. And he's like this really fat guy. And it's like... Is it, is it because he's feeding vegetarians to them? Is yeah, that the joke? Maybe. I don't know. They never. I mean, there's a part where they take a, a butcher knife and he hits this lady in the head and he splits her completely in half. What? Yep. I don't know. It's weird. Is she made out of play though? Is she a Gumby? Um, I think it's just going Gumby? for that Gonzo effect. I don't think that's weird. Yeah, it's actually like a kind of an entertaining movie if yeah. you take it for what it is. I mean, yeah. Obviously, it's not really well made. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, but it's it's still entertaining. You know, I it went by really fast because it's just so goofy. Yeah. So yeah, Blood Diner. Cool. And make sure you get it soon because uh, limited edition, guys. Yeah, the cover's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Hey, movie news. It's real news. Tell us what, what's happening in the movie world, Kurt Loader. N anybody from 1990s MTV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite jokes ever in... Uh, dead man on campus is uh the their british roommate who's not really british and he pretends like he's depressed because he wants to kill himself <laughs> and he says who the fuck are you fucking cut loader <laughs> everyone see dead man on campus it's a funny movie these guys try to get a roommate to kill himself because if you there's like this rule in their high, uh, college that if your roommate kills himself then you get a's in all your classes so these guys keep on interviewing roommates that might kill themselves <laughs> Uh, Chuck Berry died this week, which oh, yeah, is only, it's only really movie news because, because Back to the Future, but, you know, well, I mean, he would, good for him. I mean, 
Chuck Berry wouldn't even be Chuck Good Berry if him. it wasn't for Marty McFly. Dude, he died. Yeah, but he died of being old. Oh. Yeah, he's he did just How fine. How old was he? Like 90. 90. Yeah. Um, How old was he? <laughs> <laughs> he was so uh, old. Uh, yeah, um, they are, they're making that Disney live action remake of Mulan, uh, but they're not going to make it a musical, kind of like the Jungle Book one, which makes Zach sad. Zach, how do you feel? I don't know. I, I wanted to hear I'll Make a Man Out of You Again. But... Yeah, but that's the only song you like out of Mulan. That's the thing. Me. Much like Jungle Book, they might do, they might just have that song in there and not do the other ones. Yeah, that's possible. Know? Mulan. When did Mulan come out? Twenty years ago, nineteen ninety-eight. Um, whenever Small, Small Soldiers came out, because I saw them together at the drive-in. Oh, Phil Hartman's last movie. Yeah. Oh, it's too bad it was terrible. Nope. Ugh. There's not very many songs in that movie. No. It's just the one at the beginning, reflection, and then I'll make a man out of you. Oh, dude, the dragon would look cool though. See, that movie makes sense to be a like CG live action, you know. Um, for... I wonder if they're going to make it, like, small or if it's going to be bigger. The dragon? The dragon. I think he could be, like, a shoulder dragon. He could be, like, a Lockheed size. I'm pocket size for your convenience. Right. <laughs> That's what I want. You know, the one time I was at Disneyland, uh, I was at Disney World, uh, I'm like, man, they really need to update this ride, is when they had Mushu take you through a, a tour of their animation studios. Like, <laughs> mm, they need to update this with a different character. This is dated. <laughs> or, I mean, do a timeless one like Mickey or something. Not yeah. Mushu from Mulan. Yeah. It, we were talking about this in the car on the way up here. Like, I don't know. A lot of the other. Oh, that sounds like his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need it. Um, the the like the rest of the live action ones make sense. The Them doing a, a, a CG like Lion King, though, does it. Like, to me, it's just. Than another a differently animated version of the same movie. Uh, I don't know why you do they that. They shouldn't one, but... touch the Lion King. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> uh, Henry. <laughs> this is uh, is the. He yelling at the dog or the kid? Again, in this case, actually, I don't know what yeah, he's yelling at. Could be either. Um, so... <laughs> he's yelling at himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Henry Cavill is going to be in Mission Impossible 6, which uh, from now on is going to be known as The Man from Uncle 2. <laughs> um, uh, Dan Trachtenberg's next movie might might be something called Space Race. We don't know anything about it. I don't care. I want to see Dan Trachtenberg make more movies. Uh, and then the very last thing that at least I paid attention to. Um, there's been all this talk about people remaking or rebooting The Matrix. Uh, and everybody Whoa. on the internet was like, oh, man, no, you can't do that. Or, oh, no, man. No, they should totally just go make something cool out of The Matrix. Cause We've said it on the show before. Yeah. Like, like that's the universe. You should, like, they shouldn't do the same story again. It. No. Yeah. But you could do other things in that world. Totally. Go, like, tell the story of, go get. Go... How did Morpheus get out? Yeah, I was going to say, like, go get Donald Glover because he's the only, like, person that I want to see. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's not where you're going with it. Finish, finish your going. real thought. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's the only person that the internet casts in roles of color. Uh, no, but like, go get somebody to play Morpheus when he's young, and go tell some cool stories where you're like running around in the Matrix um, with people who know how to do kung fu, and it would be fine. Like, uh, that's I don't. You don't need to actually remake it. Just make that universe cool again. I mean, I kind of wish the Wachowskis would like be involved in some capacity, but nope. at the same time, I just I, I I'm kind of like whatever. Do nope. what you're gonna do. Don't touch it. Don't let them touch it. They're not that bad. Name me a good Wachowskis movie that's not The Matrix. Bound. 
Fuck. Cheater. Speed Racer's fun. Yeah. But is it good? Debatable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, unless I missed yeah, something. Did you talk about the Venom movie? Oh. Or what well, could be the Venom movie? <laughs> no. Uh, Sony officially set Venom for release next October. Yeah, haven't they done that like four times? <laughs> uh, they have the director, Alex Kurtzman. He's good. I know, but I don't know how it's you what, make yeah. a Venom movie without Spider-Man. And I don't know why people think Venom's going to make a great character. He's a really shallow character. He's terrible. So we'll see. It's not a good idea. Whatever. Yeah, no, I saw it. I skipped it over because I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. If it if it happens, we'll talk about it. If it doesn't, you know. Oh, I thought the news you were talking about was uh, the the theory that life, life that is movie a is, a, is, is a prequel to Venom. Which is funny because when you said that, I was like, oh, it is kind of like that one episode of the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon show. <laughs> like, it's actually pretty similar. Wasn't that Life movie supposed to come out on Memorial Day? Like, I thought the first trailer said, like, this Memorial Day. Yeah, but then know. they bumped it up. Yeah. I, I never know release dates anymore. Because they're like, man, we can't compete against Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. No, any, any more, like, when we started this show, I was one of those people who could tell you, like, the exact release date of every movie I cared about. Now I don't. I don't know what our next movie is until we do this show and talk about it. Like, I never mm. know when anything's coming out. Next week's Power Rangers. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. There's also Life. So. Yeah, oh, Life alive. is next week? Yeah. Oh. Well, we should just go see Life, and then I'll go see Power Rangers. You guys don't want to see Power Rangers. Do you? I, I got roped into um, going with um, some friends. I'm so. kind of a superhero. I, the I, trailer is such garbage. Grin, did you see Power Rangers trailer before your movie? I did. And uh, what did you think? Yep. <laughs> I, I just shrugged. I genuinely didn't have a thought then, in my head. And then I saw the Transformer new Transformers. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, this girl is like fighting them, and then it kept going. <laughs> drop, drop the cruiser, and then the T Rex like vomits, and he's like, go back into your who? Wait, go back into your hole. See, but then I saw that trailer, and I was like, wait, how does Anthony Hopkins fit into all this? Like, where's what's the no mythology of the last night? Or gravitas, he's there for gravitas. He plays John Voight. He's gonna be like in Mission Impossible Two. He's only there to like explain exposition and deliver it in a cool way. Oh, that'd be great. He's only in the movie for like two minutes, so that way they can have a cool thing for the trailers. I just hope he doesn't get awkwardly sexist like he does in Mission Impossible Two. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Transformers, something. Oh, uh, it's got these cars that turn into robots and then they fight. So that part's pretty great. He's feeding the dog dirt? (laughs) Why is the dog eating it? I don't know. Oh, because it's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair, fair. Anyway. I guess that Iron Fist started on Netflix on Friday. Oh, yeah. Have you started? Have have you watched it at all? No. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's one of the first shows I, 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 they said isn't very good. See, and I never even finished Luke Cage, Me neither. so I feel like this is a bad sign. That, and I mean, I mean, you're trying to make a show out of Iron Fist. Yeah, but the but out of Iron Fist. I thought didn't... Iron Fist was Asian. No. Why isn't he Asian? I feel well, like he should be. He's not in the comics. His name's Daniel Rand. It's it's a power that's given to him by a dragon. Oh, kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, 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 the Mandarin. Jackie Chan. Yeah, so like that yeah. tattoo that he has on him yeah. is like his thing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I feel yeah. like it kind of peaked with Jessica Jones and then it went down with like Daredevil season two and then it just, it's kept going. Yeah. I mean, I like Daredevil season two a lot, but it's it's just an action show, which is what I want. I want, and even Luke Cage should have been better. So anyway, that's everything I got. Cool. It's coming out on Blu-ray. 
DVD releases and Blu-rays. Oh, my stuff's coming out. Blu-ray. Not a lot of great stuff, but a lot of garbage. Um, so, oh, I just changed the window. Sing is getting its uh, 4K Blu-ray release this week. So, and Are you the only one who's seen Sing, Zach? I haven't seen uh, it. No. Brad? I didn't see it. Who saw it? Yeah, somebody saw it. Yeah. We're talking. Maybe Henry? Maybe Henry. Oh, maybe Henry saw it. That's too bad. I just knew the marketing campaign with the pig and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, Brandon, have you seen Sing? No, it looked like the voice with animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's everything I hate about children's films. But guys, uh, Matthew McConaughey is a koala bear. <laughs> oh, James has to watch it. <laughs> what? Matthew oh, McConaughey. McConaughey. I don't have to see everything with Matthew McConaughey. Mm, not a fan. Whoa. Uh, hey, he, he didn't finish the paper boy, so he's got limits. Dude. <sighs> it's a tall <laughs> order, man. If anybody's going to pee on him, it's me. <sighs> Henry said it doesn't get any better, which makes doesn't make me want to watch that. assessment. Uh, Assassin's Creed is coming out on 4K Blu-ray this week, uh, so you can see... To Michael Fassbender play Michael Fassbender playing a guy in the past. Uh, season one I'm of Scared Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Ryan's never been this mad on the show before. Uh, I don't actually know that anyone can hear him yelling in the background, but uh, I know I could. Oh, I know he's well, that was really bad because that was like because he was here. Um, okay, uh, Insecure season one, which is the uh, an HBO show that I've never seen. But if you were interested in it, or you watched it and you wanted to own the Blu-ray, this week is your chance. Uh, Jessica Chastain's Miss Sloan, uh, which was a kind of cool-looking trailer, but I didn't get a chance to see it. And nobody else saw it, right? Nope. Okay. No. Um, Not enough th- theaters, th- th- man. Yeah. Uh, Robocop 2 and Robocop 3 are coming out uh, from the uh, Shout Factory, um, which Brad talked about those last week because he got them early. Yep. So that's cool. But if you listen to that and you were like, oh, man, I totally want RoboCop 2 and 3, uh, now is your chance. The covers are pretty good. I don't know. They're pretty nifty-fifty for shifty. The original art um, is reversible on the inside. So yeah. the, the RoboCop 2 art is the one where he's busting through the wall. Yeah. And then 3 is, uh, oh, my God, I can't, I'm can't. i blanking on 3. He's just wearing the jetpack thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a pretty cool release that Zach will buy. Yeah, so... I'm going to guess that Arrow Academy is basically Arrow doing a shout select kind of imprint, um, just because that sort of makes sense. And so they are releasing uh, Cinema Paradiso, uh, the fifty or the 25th anniversary That's a good edition. movie. Yeah. Uh, very good movie. Uh, Zach, you want to talk about Lifeboat and <laughs> how much you like John Steinbeck? It's Alfred Hitchcock, first of all, too. Um, <laughs> just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's an okay Hitchcock movie. Okay. He, he made some okay movies too. He didn't just make great things, guys. Right. Well, no, I know. That's why I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know this movie existed because no one. It ever has Tallulah Bankhead in it. I don't know how good it's gonna be. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, it looks like it might... I, I, I think when did I see Lifeboat? It must have been in high school at some point because I went through all of Hitchcock for for an inexplicable reason. But... Oh, this cover's way cooler. What's the plot of Lifeboat? Do you remember? It looked it looks like a, a sniper shoots a boat down. I can. I can't even begin to tell you the the plot. Okay, <laughs> isn't that the one? Because like, didn't Wait. Hitchcock cameo in all of his movies? Yes. And then like, Lifeboat's only like eleven people, so obviously he couldn't cameo in it. Yeah. Except he's like in a magazine or newspaper or something. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, that sounds familiar. I, I, I God, it's been too long. Maybe I'll pick up this Blu-ray and watch it again. 
Uh, Hal Ashby's being there is getting a Criterion this week, uh, as well as John Waters' Multiple Maniacs. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sleaze on the screen. <laughs> uh, starring Divine, yes, of course. Yes, the great Divine. The beautiful Divine. Um, and, okay. <laughs> oh, God, this fucking title. Man, this <laughs> this is only second to last because, because the last thing is what it is. Um, Frankenstein Created Bikers. Is out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. You can get both both a Blu-ray and a DVD together. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, like Frankenstein created bikers? I have the same question. That's, or a, the- that's a good question. I'm pretty sure that it is a movie in which the Frankenstein, the doctor, uh, creates some biker monsters. And they go around with a revolver. There's a sexy lady with an eye patch and some grenades on her belt. Uh, all right. Maybe this maybe this deserves two seconds of of, of research here. Um, no, it probably doesn't. All right, here we go, everybody. A reanimated outlaw biker finds himself addicted to a diabolical substance and hunted by a grenade tossing femme fatale. Bounty hunters, law enforcement, a rival motorcycle game, mutil uh, mutations, and a topless stripper hit squad. <laughs> Shot on super thirty-five millimeter film. Oh yeah, in over we needed ten that definition. <laughs> in, over, in over ten cities, Frankenstein created bikers eviscerated the film festival circuit with over twenty-five awards in six countries. Man, were they Razzies? Uh, <laughs> filmmaker James Bike Bike Bickerk Bikerk Bikerk uh, Biker Biker. Uh, has created another unpredictable smorgasbord of drive-in depravity guaranteed to splat your brains onto the honky-tonk floor. Oh, I feel like man. this is jumping around all genres this, even in the description. All this sounds like magic yes. in a box. <laughs> okay, so he's... I don't know that he's actually a Frankenstein at all. Oh, no, he is. Yeah, okay, so he's a reanimated biker. Yeah. And he gets hunted by grenade-tossing la- uh, lady and, and bounty hunters. And a... Topless stripper gang. Man. Anyway, so you can check that out. It's got a really cool cover on it. Uh, and then very last, uh, Teen Witch is getting a Blu-ray this week. So you can go watch Teen Witch. If you've never seen Teen Witch, go Google Teen Witch Rap. Uh, it's about five minutes long. You can find it on YouTube. It's the only thing you need to see in Teen Witch. But if you want it in 4K or in Blu-ray, you can you can get that now. Uh, this, this cover is just so terrible. Uh, it looks like a 14-year-old with with no eyes photoshopped this cover together. Oh, man. It's just awful. Uh. <laughs> anyway, that's what's coming out on Blu-ray this week. Ryan, did you order Robocop 2 and 3? Yep. Oh, you did? I did. Cool. It'll be here. I was assuming, because you said that you had stuff coming this week, and I was like, after that list, the only thing you would have watched. <laughs> it's like... I don't know. I wouldn't put Frankenstein created bikers past Ryan. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I do have Frankenstein created woman. Uh, it's a hammer film. Yeah. Frankenstein created bikers sounds pretty amazing. I mean, I just I, I love hammer films, but they don't have sh- stripper hit squads. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, maybe you need to do some research for for the team. You know, yes. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll order that for you. Nice. The gift that keeps giving all year Christmas long. Christmas is coming. It's March. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's still coming. It could be a, it could be a uh, Easter present. It's, or al- something. it's always coming. 
Happy Easter. Happy, happy Jesus' crucifixion day. Here's a copy of Frankenstein Frank- created by Curse. Oh, man. That mean more to me than anything ever. <laughs> Look what I got for Easter. <laughs> a gang of topless biker women. Oh. It's better than candy. It is. Well, it's better than candy corn. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Cool. They also uh, revealed the La La Land releases. Oh yeah, yeah. Zach pre-ordered his already. Yeah, but I uh, made a mistake, to see. and I, I, I might go ahead and buy the steelbook anyway, just for the fun. I know. I think I have to buy three editions because there's the 4K edition, which sure. has a Blu-ray in it, but then there's the Best Buy steelbook, and then Target has an extra disc of best special features. In a so, in a steelbook or no? in a regular like oh. slipcover case with with different art. What's so. the extra features on the disc? I don't know. Just more stuff. Oh. That's not on the other disc. It's Ryan Gosling staring at you for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> All it's right. Ryan Gosling says, hey, trying girl. to eat a cereal. <laughs> yeah. 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 That is a funny video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. That's this week. Awesome. He does, he does a different version of audition. Like, here's to the Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, week on Real Nerds Podcast, uh, Henry. Uh, Henry sent us something. <laughs> <laughs> I love art house movies. You can call me Mr. Asshole. What's up, nerds? It's Henry giving you an update on Art House Asshole. Uh, this week we watched two films. First, we watched the new film that's out in New York only that will be expanding soon to other cities called Raw, which is one of the worst films I've ever seen of all time. So don't see that film. It's disgusting, uh, both on what is shown on camera and the moral side of why it was made. So I recommend not watching that ever, and uh, if you do and you enjoy it, uh, good for you, but uh, this is legitimately one of the worst films I've ever seen. So yeah, no, I'm not recommending that film at all. The second one is A Man Called Ove, which was nominated for uh, an Oscar this year for Best Foreign Language Film. Uh, I've now watched and reviewed three of the nominees, being this, The Salesman, and Tony Erdman, and this is without out my favorite one. It's very happy, very overall just good in general, so I recommend that one too. Uh... It's very, I think, it's one that I recommend to Jane specifically because it's very much a story about life and love and getting better and all that kind of stuff. So if you're into that kind of thing, definitely check it out. Very heartwarming, very fun. Uh, you can check out the reviews for both of these films on com. and I hope to see you guys next week. Bye. A man named Oove, or was it? Is oh, it yeah. He specifically texted me to tell me, like, dude, you should see this movie. You will really like it. So I got to check it out this week. And Raw. It was nominated for uh, film, oh, film and makeup. He also saw Raw so that I don't have to, which I greatly appreciate. Oh, he oh he said it was garbage. Yeah. It's weird. I might go see Raw, even though I know that it might not be that good, according to... Uh, I'm still going to give it a chance. Yeah, don't call yeah. me. I'm staying home. So we have a second opinion. Yeah. Well, fine, James. We'll go without you. Please. 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 Please go without me. <laughs> All I can ask is that you see Raw <laughs> without me. Like, if I'm going to go see Power Rangers... If I'm going to take that bullet, then yeah, you have to go see Raw without me. You're not the only one who's going to be taking the Power Rangers bullet. I'm, yeah, I'm actually it. pretty excited. I, 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 I got invited by some old film school friends, so I'm going. I, uh, I, I, I had a barter. or not a barter. I traded with Laura because so, she wanted me to go see Fifty Shades Darker with her. So I was like, I will go, which I was going to go anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. But I, I was like, I'll go, but you have to go see Power Rangers with me. Because I just assumed like we would desperately watch anything else. So... Uh, yeah, anyway. Ryan, what did we watch this week? Uh, this week we went and saw Beauty and the Beast. Corinne, should people go see Beauty and the Beast? Yes. 
Yeah, it was a it was a great time. I think I had read a review that said it was basically like a shot for shot remake of the original, which is not at all the case. There's a lot of um, new stuff, but not like so much so that you like it's in it's new enough that the old fans will still be entertained, but it still tells that same story with the same characters, a few new ones, but. Yeah, I'd say it was, you know, kind of like in the vein of like the Cinderella or Jungle Book, you know, there's just enough differences to make it feel a little bit new and fresh. So I had a good time. I realized like not everybody's going to like it because people are very nitpicky. But um, yeah, go see it. Take your kids to it. It's a great time. Brad? Uh, So the original story isn't like one of my favorite. Hitler! Fairy tales. Uh <laughs> But uh, I, I appreciate the artistic achievement of the 91 version. Um, so uh, this one, while I didn't appreciate a lot of the new stuff they added to it, um, I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, they, uh, It wasn't a shot-for-shot shot remake, but they did do a lot of stuff that was similar. And In some cases, there's shot-for-shot for shot remakes. And part of the great thing about the animated version is because it's animation, they can do a lot, a lot of, a lot of dynamic cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I felt like a lot of the shots are just kind of like at eye level. Um, you, you don't get like the sweeping majesty that the original uh, really has. Like they're kind of locked down to, you know. Like that crane shot in the ballroom scene. I know. How did they? How did they not do that shot? Because yeah. it's all CG. You can do that. The shot. ballroom scene when like the lyrics say like you know so, like something about the sun and then it pans up to the sun. Like in this, they just pan up to like these animated musical instruments that are mounted to the wall. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a little weaker, but um, uh, overall it's it's still. I, I can't believe they made that two and two hours and twenty four minutes. Like, I, I thought it was gonna be like a slog, but it was not bad for almost the length of the, of the Dark Knight Returns. Or Re- I don't Dark think Knight it Rises. was... I thought it was closer to two hours. No, it was 2.24. Oh. Yeah. That's mm. two hours. Yep. Zach? Um, yeah, I actually dug it. Um, not as much as Jungle Book, but I did appreciate the uh, the changes that they did make. I actually thought were for the benefit of the story. Um, and because uh, uh, there's... I mean, we'll, we can talk about more in the spoilers, but um, I really... <laughs> I like Bill Condon a lot as a filmmaker, so I actually was nice to see him do a better version of the whole uh, uh, normal girl meets mystical creature thing. Because if you guys don't know, he directed Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2. Yeah, he did. And uh, so it was nice to see him get redeemed a little bit after that mess. Well, is he the problem with Twilight? No, he wasn't, but he put his name on it. Might be the source material. Well, whatever. I mean... If I was him, I'd like, here's tons of money. All right. Yeah. Yes, we all know you'll sell out. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not right. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but what uh, if they came to you, Zach? It's like, Zach, we have an idea for a sixth Twilight movie. We want you to direct it. Only if only Here's if you, $25 million. Only like, if you'll star in it, Ryan. <laughs> and it has to be in black and white. Yeah. yeah. And it would be black and white. <laughs> I, would, I would totally see that movie. Because, I mean, I mean, Twilight's basically the same thing, like Twombly, just depressing and... <laughs> Oh. Here's my twist. There won't be any radios in it. The, the correct answer yeah, is... Yeah, I know. Taking it up a notch. To, to, be, but, uh, to be clear, the correct answer is only if yeah. Billy Burke will be in the movie. Yes. Yeah, it should be all about Billy Burke's character coming back from the dead. Or... Oh, man, we need to write that. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think people should go see Beauty and the Beast. I think it's good. James? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this one's pretty easy. If you like Beauty and the Beast, this is that movie. Um, 
but actually a lot better. I yeah, well, well, I would agree that visually it's not as cool. You know, I, you watch the animated movie because vis- like it's a really great animated movie. But as far as the story is concerned, y- it fixes pretty much everything that's terrible about Beauty and the Beast and keeps all the stuff that's really great about Beauty and the Beast. Um, so I was very happy. Uh, Emma, Emma Watson does a really good job. Some of the things that they added, the ways that they tweaked Belle, and especially the ways that they tweaked the Beast, are fantastic changes to keep that story palatable uh, in some important ways. So yeah, I think it's I think it's really great, uh, and the new songs are cool. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much what James said. If you like Beauty and the Beast, and you're gonna like this movie, I mean, <laughs> right. there's no. Um, but there is moments uh, we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, Be Our Guest, I think, is one of the best animated sequences of all time. Yeah. And I thought this movie did a pretty good job with that, uh, with what they had. Uh, I do have some qualms sometimes. I think the Beast shirt looked really CGI, and that really bothered me. Yeah, the CG is not as good as Jungle Book. Any move like a CGI character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, mean, there's parts where he looked great. Yes. Uh, But other, yeah, but, you know, sometimes a shirt was bothering me. I don't know why. It's just unfashionable. If that's the as, movie's as, worst problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. other oh, no, than that. for sure. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think it's really well done. I think uh, the costumes in it were amazing. Especially um, his shirt. <laughs> Except uh, th- the shirt. Um, that's not a costume. That's a computer-generated image. <laughs> Burn. Uh, uh, dear Bill Condon. I don't I, like I, his I shirt. loved Ewan McGregor as uh, Lumaire. I thought it was really great. Yeah. Uh, I didn't figure it out until the credits. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I read a whole article what? with him about how he worked really hard on the French accent. Mm-hmm. And he said the hardest part was singing with it. Oh, and I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know. I guess I should know that Ewan McGregor sings. He's in Moulin Rouge. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So yeah, I should go see it. It's it's pretty fun. Hey, I get fishy. You did get a fishy. What did you name your fishy? I get Nemo. He named him Nemo. Aww. <laughs> Hey, here's the trailer for for <laughs> what Jungle Book? Beauty, Beauty of the Beast. My dear Belle, you're so ahead of your time. This is a small village. You are the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. Nobody deserves you. And it's small-minded as well. But small also means safe. I will escape, I promise. Look, a girl. Who said that? Hello. You can talk. Well, of course. It's all he ever does. How lovely to make your acquaintance. Want to see me do a trick? What happens when the last petal falls? The Nastel remains a beast forever. And we become antiques. What did you do to it? Nothing. Get out of here! Go! You have to help me. You have to stand. If she is the one who'll break the spell. You must finally learn to love. Tell us all this time. Have you really read every one of these books? 
Some of them are in Greek. True as it can be. So, uh, we're in spoiler territory now. You know when he's po- holding him up, and like he's like, uh, "I'm." Uh, he says, "I'm not a beast." I thought for a second he was going to reveal his real name or something like that, or at oh. least like, or, or like something like uh, like different. My name but, is Steve. Yeah, his name is Adam. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, I think they did say it in the beginning uh, before yeah. he got enchanted. So we get like backstory, and the beast like has things that he likes. And he re- like relates to her, and he's not illiterate, which mm-hmm. is cool because then they can like like books together, and yeah, that's cool. I, oh, oh, and he's never violent ever, which actually means that like he's different than Gaston because technically, like in the animated movie, basically him and Gaston are the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, I like too the the more story they gave Gaston. They think they gave him made him a little more evil. Yeah, you know, and you understand. Did he try to murder her dad in the animated one? Yeah. yeah. No, he tries to lock him up. Yeah, he just tries to lock him up. In this one, he just leaves Maurice out to be fed by the exactly. So yeah, basically murdering him. But that, yeah. that's what's cool about it is that he, like, the difference between the because they're both self-centered, emotionless assholes. But Gaston becomes violent, and that makes him a villain. And the yeah. Beast actually least, never does. Yeah. Or at least he becomes violent sooner. Yeah. Even like even the story of you know her dad like stealing the rose. And that being like the motivation for him locking him up is another thing that by adding that it makes him not actually this horrible monster. Like he's not yeah. he's not as Which, scary in the first third. That's actually closer to the original fairy tale. Oh really? Yeah. So in the original fairy tale, Belle's the beauty's dad is taking shelter from a storm. Like he's frozen and he's like almost starving to death and stuff. And so he like happens upon the beast castle. And it, there's, like, food set out for him and there's a nice bed and everything. So, like, he is a guest. He's yeah. considered a guest. And so then when he leaves, he's like, oh, there's a rose that my daughter asked for. So then he plucks it and the beast gets all upset. Like, you stole my rose and, you know, you kind of violated the laws of hospitality. Like, I let you in here and you're going to steal my crap. Yeah. So I actually like that they made that change. Yeah, because it was it was close to the original fairy tale. Yeah, it's it's not just like oh man, you wandered into my garden. Like, why are you in my house? I got nasty teeth and I'm scary. Now you're in jail. <laughs> yeah, and you know I that read I laughed really hard at the beginning. I couldn't stop laughing. Where uh, Gaston, his line where he says uh, she's the most beautiful woman in all the village, so that means she's the best. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's a great line. Yeah. Uh, oh, Gaston's wait, great that's in from this. the animated too. Is it? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. I'll, that makes most, her the best. Most of, most of this and movie is from I, the best. I don't remember. I haven't seen yeah. it in so long. Uh, yeah. The, no. the, Sorry, they did a great job. Like, they stole they stole a lot of stuff. They injected a lot of new, like, humor and that kind of thing. I liked when the Beast um, was reading in the garden, uh, Lancelot and Guinevere, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to play it off like, well, it has swords and knights and stuff <laughs> yes. in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's King Arthur in the round table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
pretty so good. So something that bugged me was in the whole opening song, like bells, or not, the bell The Bonjour song? song? Yeah. Yeah, Bonjour. Yeah, so, like, if you notice her dress, part of her dress is tucked into her belt, it looks really weird. Huh. Like, she's basically just showing off part of her underwear, essentially. Weird. Because she has, like, you know, the little leggings. I don't remember what they're called. Sure. But she, yeah, her pantalettes or something, like, you can see that. Huh. Yeah, it's, it was just, it was so distracting, I couldn't, like, not. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept getting really mad. Like, untuck your dress woman weird i didn't notice yeah man you might be the you only know. one and we have to address how gay this movie was it's oh. so gay it's the gayest thing uh, the, the moment where it's the dude so was like dress up as like a woman and walked away because he was happy like our whole theater my whole theater laughed oh yeah it's so understated and not like it's so blown out of proportion it's for children <laughs> no but like uh, we uh, we were talking about it in the car. I'm like, some like it hot is gayer than this movie. <laughs> like, this is so not it actually even. Is. Yeah. yeah, like it's two shots, and they're actually really understated and not specific. Yeah, like it's not. You know, there's the one. Sh the, wait, there's the guy getting dressed up like a woman, and he like smiles, and that's the joke. And then when he like randomly starts to dance with uh, LeFou uh, Le at the end, like that's not. Yeah, that's not a openly gay couple. Yeah, like, well, not that that would be bad. I'm just saying, like, it's just something that's blown out of proportion. Yeah, and like we said, you know, l last week, I'm pretty sure Lefou was always supposed to be gay. They yeah. just never said it. It was this terrible caricature in the <laughs> yeah. animated movie where you're like, oh yeah, he's like a dude groupie. Yeah, you know. Oh, and so Josh Gad is so awesome yeah. in this one. He, I, I feel like Josh Gad's like the new Disney guy. Like, he's I'm pretty sure he's in every Disney movie now. Yeah. Whether as a voice or as an actor. Um. Like, like Gaston is the most fun I had in this movie. When that song started, like the choreography in that sequence is really fun. Um, yeah, I like the whole, like the part where they dance. It felt like a yeah. real musical. Yeah, Yeah, because you know there's always like that one big number where they just dance around for like five minutes. Right. No, it wasn't really five minutes. But, you know, it was like a prolonged dance sequence compared to the animated version. Yeah. So I, I liked that change too. Oh, man. It was really fun. I, I was also pleasantly surprised by the people of color as French aristocrats. Like, yeah, not a yeah. historically accurate thing. And but French peasants like, too. But it's yeah, a fantasy, like, so why not? Yeah, it's like a super bi like half of the couples are biracial couples. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I do. I do have like uh, going back to what you said about the camera being a little too eye level. Uh, especially in the ballroom sequence. Yeah, it just whatnot. wasn't dynamic as you yeah, could do it, with the animation. It, I did feel like as. Because everything hinge like every clip that I've ever seen of Beauty and the Beast in montages always refers back to that shot because it was a master class in, in new animation. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then seeing it this time around, I was like, mm, this is kind of underwhelming. And but. it's funny because they stole so many exact shots from the original. Like even, you know, when he turns into the guy and like it's the shot of his hand and it's the shot of his foot yeah. with well, the light glowing. And the lines are the same lines from the movie too. So I script. was so mad they messed up that transformation sequence. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly different. No, um, like the just the timing with the music is off because you know how they have like that Ba -na -na -ba! You know, like that, you know, yeah, the same crescendo. Yeah. But they didn't have it, him turning and looking at her. Yeah. It, like, the sequence yeah, was he, off. Yeah, because he, like, stands up and, and you're like... He, yeah, <gasps> he was already standing. Is that is that Matthew from Downton Abbey? Huh? And then he finally turns around and you're like, it is! Or is that that badass dude from The Guest where he's carrying two kegs of beer? He's like, where do you want these? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, man. Um... 
Yeah. But yeah, no, I. I but when agree. you're when you're Disney and you have all the money, it's just like, how do they not like do a more dynamic? Oh yeah, uh, it's yeah. so weird because that, that is it's the iconic shot from the animated movie. The fact that they didn't that they didn't steal maybe that. he felt like he shouldn't do it. That's possible. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying copy the thing. I'm just yeah. saying like you have a bigger toolbox, um, and it, for the most part, the camera's locked down to yeah human level. So. Can we yeah. talk about the funniest line at the end of the movie with Ian McKellen? <laughs> when his his <laughs> love comes up to him, hugs him, and he says, turn back into a clock, turn back into a clock. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing, though. Like, they added a whole lot of backstory with with the villagers and the people who are there and, like, the this whole thing that basically when right. it, like, the, they're going to turn into just trinkets. When it's when when the curse like becomes uh, permanent, oh my gosh, like that I, made it yes. really dire. When, I when, liked um, whenever the petal fell and like another part of the castle fell too, yeah. and that part at the end where they're all just like, you know, like when Lumiere was like, "It was an honor to serve with you too," or something like that, and it becomes a candelabra, and you're like, <laughs> made my audience cry. I've, I've heard yeah. I've heard a lot of people say they cried throughout this movie, like on Facebook and whatnot. That was the only moment where I started crying because I was just like, because I, I love those characters from the original so much. Yeah, seeing them have such like a dynamic range was just beautiful. Uh, especially Lumiere and Cogsworth. Like uh, Cogsworth was always my favorite character on that uh, on that whole deal. So I don't get how like Mister Potts forgot he had a wife because like, it was explained well, at the beginning how everybody forgot that the palace existed. Yeah, they, all the servants ex- like that whole realm of the prince. Like no, everybody forgot about memory it. Memory erase. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, it says the that part of the curse. The enchantress yeah. takes away their memory. Yeah. Because yeah. I was sitting there going, like, it's weird they didn't show, like, the transma- transformation of all the servants, like, just the beast, like, in the beginning. Like, mm. I thought that would at least this... throw some cutaway shots to everyone becoming... It'd be too John Landis-like, horrifying, probably. <laughs> well, maybe, like, turning into that's... metal. <laughs> yeah, like, all of a sudden his hand turns into a candle and it's on fire. <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> well, I guess they don't, because I think they changed the line mm. in the Be Our Guest song where they say 10 years. So it just yeah. says for like a long time. So we don't know how long they've been there. I mean, yeah. it could be, you know, right. a, 10 years or whatever. But, you know, maybe they were human-ish at the beginning. And then like as time progressed, they became more object-like. Because that's what they're talking about. Right. It's like With the fly. With each <laughs> falling, like maybe Lumiere is running around and all of a sudden like, oh, his arm is like a candlestick. And he's that like, would be oh, cool. shit. There's like a creepy period where he's like... <laughs> He's walking around dragging this giant heavy brass handle. Or he has to like oh, hop around. Man. Like his torso's still human, but he has to yeah. hop around on the little couch. How am I alive? Especially, yeah, because there's that joke at the end where smoke comes out of his hair. Oh, man. Oh. There's yeah. a creepy horror movie version and of Stanley this. And Stanley missing teeth. Yes! <laughs> <gasps> that one would really be bad. Where like all of a sudden his legs get replaced with like the legs and wheels of a piano. He drags himself around on his on his arms. Well, oh, Kevin man. Smith already did Tusk. Maybe he'll do this version. It's <laughs> oh, actually really good. Uh, Beast's uh, solo was really good. <gasps> yes. Oh yes. When he's yeah. when she's running away and and, yeah, and I'm, was really I'm sweet. pretty sure that's Evermore. not. Is that on the Broadway like recording no. or is that just a new song made it's for the movie? It's a new song. That was a really good song. I liked yeah. it. It's called Evermore, and I listened to it about 30 times on repeat yesterday. So yeah. Are you in love with this movie, Corinne? It, it, I, I can feel the love in your voice. <laughs> I did. I actually, I think I appreciated it more the longer I thought about it, if that makes sense. Like, I came out of the theater, yeah. and I was like, oh, all right, fine, whatever. But then, like, as time went on, I was like, you know, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. You know? I just, I guess it just kind of took a while to sink in. 
it's one of those weird ones where like because it's so similar to the original you you come out of it and you're like yeah that's what i saw i i remember uh-huh that's you know that's beauty and the beast mm-hmm. but then as you th- as you really think about like how it's working and especially for somebody who either you know maybe is like me you know like i've talked about when i saw cinderella i wasn't a, was never a big cinderella fan so when i when they did the remake it, i was really blown away and really enjoyed that story people who are like that with beauty and the beast may come out of this and really appreciate it or just kids who have never seen it um will see a really great version of that story that doesn't tell you that it's okay if your boyfriend hits you well the you know a good barometers i took my two-year-old son to and he sat through the whole thing and watched it yeah so i mean and he can't do that for our podcast so yep <laughs> who's who his favorite character again gaston <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad sign yeah i was a huge fan of the animated version yeah. as a kid like i had beauty and the beast on my wallpaper i dressed up like Belle once when i was you know for halloween or something when i was like four yeah so this movie had really high standards to live up to for me uh, the only Somewhat major gripe I have was the the scene where they go to Paris through like the enchanted atlas or something mm-hmm. was really weird, and I feel like because I remember the scene where um you know like her dad is making the little music box and then yeah. like it has that shot where it like looks at it like laying on the ground and I'm like they never went back for the music box like why couldn't they have done that instead of this weird enchanted atlas thing like. They could have been walking through the forest and Belle could have, oh, like, there's the music box my dad made and, oh, my mom died and da 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 da. That's how they could have done that with the whole them bonding over their parents' death thing. Yeah. Instead of this weird, they go to Paris and it's, yeah. That windmill thing definitely reminded me of Moulin Rouge, though. <laughs> Too touristy. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, I, th- I thought it was cool that they, uh, specifically did a very un-Disney-like thing and made his dad an asshole and responsible for him being a bad person. Um, you know, because usually it's either that the mother died and that made him a bad person or that his mother was terrible. Well, his mom was did die. Step- but yes. yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, um, after his mom died, then right. his father really made him into an asshole. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, which, again, made made him a more likable character that you could, you know, he's not just like, well, he's a beast, and we're, he's probably going to be fine. There's a prince inside there somewhere, you know? Like, he was actually really nice. So I did think of their logic, because they have that scene where Belle asked the servants, like, why did you all get punished, too? And they were like, oh, but because we saw him turning into an asshole, and we didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And I'm like, but you guys are servants. That's not really your job to be like, oh, hey, by the way, you're turning into an asshole. Like, that would have been totally above their station to say something like that. Yeah. Even if he was a kid, they couldn't be like, now, little prince, Prince Adam, like, you got to stop being a little dick. He's like, I'm an asshole. You're fired. So. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> uh, cut to last week's don't be an asshole. Ryan yelling in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Raising oh. a little Prince Adam over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little Gaston. Prince Adam does become He-Man, so there's that. <laughs> Get uh, Disney on the phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well done. Who's guys doing well with their uh, animated to live action films? Yeah, did yeah. you see the box office numbers for this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> That's huge. Come on, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, if you if you ever wondered why they're making so many of these, that's why. Ooh, because they know we're suckers for it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Even even though I criticize the idea of making a Lion King, I will still be there. Well, yeah, of course. But you can tell like this is a group 
you know, of filmmakers who know their audience because, mm -hmm. you know, just like those little tiny details. I can I feel like this movie was made with such care for the fans of the original, the fans of uh, the Broadway stage show. Because there's like the scene where Belle first goes into a room and in the background you can hear like this little melody play. Mm. And that melody is from the song Home from the stage version. Oh, cool. So it's kind of like a little like a little Easter egg for the fans of the Broadway show. Neat. Huh. This yeah. movie's got everything, guys. It does. Yeah. It's really good. Go hey, see oh, it. Take your it, kids. It doesn't actually have any, any everything because they tease it. They almost have the wardrobe jump off of a balcony and literally <laughs> murder a man, just oh, like in yeah. the animated series. <laughs> that did feel like one. a bit of a cop out, <laughs> but they didn't, and I was pissed. I was like, "Oh, come on!" You can't do. I mean, that was a cartoon. Yeah. Cartoon violence is okay, right? Yeah, but, CGI but violence, it's a, not but it's a wardrobe. Famous, it's a well-known moment. Much like the the you know big swooping sh uh, shot in the during the dance, like you gotta have that wardrobe literally murder a fool. Well, see, when I see that stuff, I'm like, mm, PG violence, <laughs> right? Exactly, yeah. You just have him disappear. It'd be like Wizard of Oz, his little feet underneath. Yeah, it'll be fine. A Wilhelm scream. It's a kids' movie. Yeah, you know, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kids are saying. You know, this movie's really amazing. It's a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Dude, that crunch that they made whenever Gaston hit the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you heard him straight up that was splat. The only thing that's like, so Gaston was murdered. Well, I guess not murdered. Well, he yeah. died by he accident. Yeah, he... I they're like, everyone's so happy. Everything's turning back. What about the, 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 the guy Gaston out of the ground? That would have been a good shot. It's like, it's just this see, still. If, if, if I made Maybe it. Maybe when the castle transformed, it, it covered him see, up. See, yeah, if I would have made this movie, everyone was transforming. <laughs> And then it cut to Gaston all fucked up on the ground, and you just and everyone would just stare there and look at him, wait for him to change, and he never would. No, so he'd be like, he'd be falling while it transforms, and like where he's falling would turn into like, you know, there'd be like some some like you know golem dude standing there with swords, and he'd get impaled on like some swords or something that weren't there a, a second ago. Hey guys, I think we really just want an R-rated version of Beauty and the Beast, and we're. I, I think I kind of do now. Yeah, man, that'd be really good. He's like falling. He's looking down. Like there's like supposed to be a pool there. Yes. That'll save me. But then the castle transforms into like a s statues of like knights with spikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh shit. Oh. So it's the pit for Mortal Kombat, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you could do it. You could do it the opposite way too, where he like falls <laughs> and he like falls and gets like impaled on the wings of a gargoyle or something. No, and as he's that... falling, he looks at the camera and says, "Like no one dies like Gaston." <laughs> 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 oh, that's yeah. great man cool uh, next week I guess we're seeing Power Rangers we are yeah wait yep. is life next week too or or yeah. would you rather see life I don't want to see either of them so I don't really care really <laughs> yeah. life looks like it might be a movie Power Rangers is Power Rangers life, life looks like, looks like every like sci-fi movie they try to make yeah but half of those movies are good looks like Alien without the Xenomorph yeah, but half of those movies are good. That's not true. Only about a third of them are good. But still. <laughs> so, as half of Alien a good movie? Well, I guess it would be no, so. No, half of the Alien movies are good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, for every... for every. I, I think we owe it to our fans to see Power Rangers. <sighs> All right. I mean, I don't want to see it, but... 
Well, that's my point. Well, have first you, time. I, I feel like you have a better chance of seeing a good movie with life. With life, I think there's a 50-50 chance that movie's good. With Power Rangers, there isn't a chance yeah. that movie's good. I really, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but... There's a chance we could be seeing an intelligent sci-fi movie. On the other hand, get me teens with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yep. Well, then Power Rangers. Until next week. Corinne, thanks Grant, for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me on again, guys. Always yeah. welcome. Bye. 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 That was, no that was Brad. Still no Brad. <laughs> well, it's redundant. Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.